good morning and thanks for listening in. This is the All You Need to Know podcast on BQ Prime and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 27th of September. In the top news, Foreign Minister S. Jay Shankar yesterday urged the United Nations to reform and to listen to more countries while also warning nations that political convenience must not determine responses to terrorism or violence. The minister did not directly mention the discord between Canada and India in which Prime Minister Justin Trudeau has accused the Indian government of backing the murder of a prominent Sikh activist in his country. India, in turn, has alleged that China is harboring extremists pushing for an independent Sikh nation. Moving on, the government has extended export benefits under the RODTEP scheme for one more year till June 2024, according to an official release. The scheme for remission of duties and taxes on exported products provides for refund of taxes, duties and levies that are incurred by exporters in the process of manufacturing and distribution of goods and are not being reimbursed under any other mechanism at the centre, state or local level. The scheme has been operational since September 2021. In corporate news, Dilip Shangvi and Suzlon Energy have mutually ended their formal shareholders' agreement at a time when the wind turbine maker has turned around its business after cutting debt. Hitin Timbadia, who is Dilip Shangvi Family and Associates nominee director on Suzlon's board, also resigned with effect from the 26th of September. The company said that the termination of the agreement will not affect the operations of the company. In other news, Baiju's will look to drive costs further down by likely cutting jobs as it moves to a more streamlined business under a new leader. A spokesperson told BQ Prime that the company is in the final stages of a business restructuring exercise to simplify operating structures, reduce the cost base and improve cash flow management. The new chief executive officer will be completing this process in the next few weeks. While the company did not specify the number of employees that will be impacted by the restructuring, several media reports claimed that the number could range between 4,000 and 5,000. The company has already laid off over 3,600 employees since its trouble began about a year ago. Now, in international news, Bloomberg has reported that the U.S. Federal Trade Commission has sued Amazon.com in a long-anticipated antitrust case, accusing the e-commerce giant of monopolizing online marketplace services by degrading quality for shoppers and overcharging sellers. The FTC and 17 states accused Amazon of engaging in a course of conduct to exclude rivals in online marketplace services and stifle competition. The company is also accused of illegally forcing sellers on its platform to use its logistics and delivery services in exchange for prominent placement and of punishing merchants who offer lower prices on competing sites. Now, turning to international markets, it could well be a bumpy day of trade for the Asia-Pacific region, with the U.S. stocks having closed lower overnight. The three U.S. benchmarks ended lower by over a percent each. And indeed, all three early rises in the Asia-Pacific region have opened lower. And now let me hand it over to Neeraj for the trade setup for the day in India. Good morning, Neeraj. What's your focus today? Good morning, Alex. Well, it doesn't seem like it's going to be a very pretty picture 
or materially different from yesterday, if you will. Though you have to argue that considering what's happened in the last few days, yesterday's trade wasn't that bad. But very likely that Indian stocks will track the Asian peers lower again. Software firms have extended the slide thus far. Today there is a Morgan Stanley note which actually ups the target prices. So I don't quite know if there is a bit of a pause there. But we are largely seeing rotation. Wherever there is value or some reasonable valuations, you are seeing some bit of buying. That it happened yesterday in autos like Aishar. Again, no doubt buoyed by a brokerage note which said that it was a right time right to buy. But we are starting to see that. And I spoke to Smart Money and uh, a few people and they continue to bet on large caps with safe valuations to protect downsides. Nobody's talking about really material upsides, to be honest. Everybody's talking about how do you ensure that your downsides are protected. So that's the key thing. A couple of listings today, Size Silk and Signature Global, relative to what some of the other IPOs have had, the subscription numbers were okay. Let's see if there is uh, any traction there. Lots of stocks in focus today. Adani Ports, uh, right up there, has offered to buy back more of its $2,024 bond. Uh, and the 2024 notes, as a result, have jumped the most since April after that tender notice. Very likely that the stock could react, so watch out for that. Uh, Pratap Snacks, GST Authority, conducted search and seizure operations at the company's Bengaluru manufacturing unit. Maybe that stock corrects or reacts. As do Hindustan Zinc and Vedanta because Moody's has downgraded Vedanta's resources CFR to CAA2. So maybe these two stocks also react a bit. Uh, as do Suzlon. I don't know if there will be a reaction, but Dilip Sangvi and Associates, so Sun, Sun Pharma's Dilip Sangvi and Associates have terminated a shareholders agreement entered in Feb 2020. So large, prominent shareholder has terminated the shareholders agreement, which is an interesting development. Maybe it impacts the stock. Let's wait and watch. Some positive news include uh, Century Textiles, wherein Bidla Estates has sold out phase one of Bidla Trimaya. It was a project that they launched, I think, yesterday or day before, actually. And within 36 hours of launch, the phase one was sold out. 556 units were booked, accounting for nearly 500 crores of booking value. So the, the news came out day before yesterday. Yesterday, the stock had corrected a bit, actually. Let's see if there's a bit of an uptick there. Healthcare Global CBC is set to explore sale of controlling stake in the Indian hospital. Watch out for that one. Watch out for NDTV. Government, it's gotten the government nod for three news and current affairs channels. Standard disclosure, NDTV is associated with BQ Prime, which is the platform on which you are hearing this podcast. And Indescent Bank, I don't quite know how to read this, but it's announced a multi-year global partnership with ICC. The bank will have an access to a suite of branding and content assets. Who knows, maybe the stock reacts. Um, HDFC Bank has befuddled everybody. Now Jeffries is a buy call with a target price of 2030, which is a 30% upside. But the dimension that they're presenting is interesting. They are saying that because it's the seventh largest bank by market cap, investors may consider the stock as a part of global portfolios, not just EM or being compared to Indian peers. Well, we haven't seen sign of that thus far, but who knows? Maybe that could happen. So watch out for that. Watch out for other brokerage recommendations. Tech Mahindra has been cut to underweighted Morgan Stanley, price tire of 1210, which is about a 6% downside. Scient has been raised to overweight by Morgan Stanley. Price target of 2000 rupees implies a 20% uptick from the last price. And Aditya Billa Capital is rated a new buy at Jefferies, price target 215 rupees, which implies a 23% increase from the last price. Um, incidentally, Nomura has upgraded India in the Asia Pack portfolio to an overweight from neutral, while they have turned skittish on some of the others. So 
be mindful of that. So that's the long and short of the podcast today with this, Alex. It's back to you. Thanks, Neeraj. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day. Bye.